ABC Listen. G'day, g'day. It's Ruby here, and you are listening to News Time. Hi, Ruby. On today's show, we're going to baby talk with some dolphins. We're also going to fly through the air with a teen skateboarding sensation and look up into the sky in search of a super shiny mirror planet. We'll meet a wrestler named Dreamtime Voodoo Witch, and you know what comes after that. Wow of the week. Yes, the story that made us all say, whoa, that is awesome. What do you say? Should we get on with it? Let's get on with the show. Story number five. Do you remember things that grown-ups said to you when you were a baby? Yes, I do. I love you. Gucci, 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 gucci. Oh, little baby. Oh, that is what we call baby talk. And humans aren't the only ones who speak to their babies like that. Some monkeys and birds, called zebra finches, use baby talk too. And scientists have just discovered that so do dolphins. Bottlenose dolphins use whistling sounds to keep track of each other. It's kind of like saying, hey, I'm over here. <laughs> just like that. Researchers attached microphones to 19 bottlenosed dolphin mums who live in the water around Florida in the United States of America. They recorded the whistles made by the dolphins for more than 30 years and they discovered that all 19 dolphin mums changed the way they whistled when they were talking to their babies. Parents tend to use high-pitched rather than low-pitched voices because their children react better to it. They want to be a little bit happier. That gets their baby's attention. Mm Mm-hmm. Scientists reckon that could be part of it. Or it might be a way that mums help their babies learn to pronounce sounds. Whatever it is, they're dolphinately, oop, definitely doing it on purpose. Story number four. Whoa, tell you what, it takes a lot of talent to be a skateboarder. Balance, skill, learning, practice, determination and believing in yourself. Yep, and Arissa True has that down pat. Arissa is 13 and lives on the Gold Coast in Queensland, and she's just become the first girl in the world to ever land a skateboarding trick called a 720 in a competition. A 720 is when a skateboarder takes off into a half pipe, picks up their speed, and then launches in the air on their board, rotating twice while they're in the air before landing back on the ramp, all without falling off. Wow, that sounds amazing. Awesome, Arissa, but be careful. Safety gear on. Arissa was very careful. She was skating in the women's final of a competition in the United States. And when she landed her 720, everyone in the auditorium roared with applause. Arissa said she was super excited because not only was she the first girl in the world to land a 720 in a competition, it was the first time she'd ever landed a 720. Now she's ranked as the 14th best female skateboarder in the world. 
and she's hoping to compete in skateboarding at the 2024 Olympics in Paris. You're amazing, Arissa. And congratulations, Arissa. Story number three. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Which is the twinkliest of all, by far? It's actually the moon. But the thing is, the sun reflects sunlight onto the moon. Without the sun, the moon would be just a dull, ordinary rock. Very clever. The moon shines the brightest in our solar system, but astronomers have just discovered the shiniest planet ever spotted outside our solar system. The planet is called LTT9779b, and it's about five times the size of planet Earth. LTT9779b. Yeah, it's not a very catchy name, is it? You've probably heard how Earth orbits around the Sun, which is actually a star. LTT9779b also orbits around a star, but its star is much closer than the Sun is to Earth. Because LTT9779b's star is so close, it means the planet gets extremely hot. And when planets are that hot, they usually don't have clouds around them. We wouldn't have any rain, we wouldn't have any water. Yep, but astronomers say LTT9779b does have clouds. And they figured out that because the planet is so hot, it doesn't have moisture-filled clouds like Earth. It has clouds made from metal and a mineral called silicate that you find in glass. That makes the clouds reflective like mirrors. It will look like a big disco ball. It'd be pretty amazing, wouldn't it? The mirror clouds also protect the planet like a shield. LTT9779b lives in a zone called the Neptune Desert, where planets' atmospheres are usually blown away. But astronomers say these mirror clouds have sheltered the planet, so that doesn't happen. I think that is amazing, but I don't think it would suit Earth if Earth had metal clouds. I agree. I like our fluffy clouds. Story number two. Let's get ready to rumble. Wrestling can be pretty entertaining. Wrestling is technically another word for play fighting, being in a big arena. Yep, there are a few different types of wrestling, but the one that we are talking about today is performed like a big show. One of the wrestlers is Wiradjuri woman Erica Reed, who performs under the name Dreamtime Voodoo Witch. Yikes! Dreamtime Voodoo Witch just won the Oceanic Pro Wrestling Women's Championship on Wiradjuri Country in Wagga Wagga, New South Wales. She's wearing indigenous clothes and she has so much makeup. It's all part of her character. Dreamtime Voodoo Witch Erica wears emu feather belts, the Aboriginal flag on her clothes, and indigenous ochre designs on her face and body when she wrestles. Erica says she's proud to show off her Wiradjuri culture in the wrestling ring. I think she might express her feelings. 
She also wants to be a role model for kids and make Dreamtime Voodoo Witch world famous. But remember, Erica, or Dreamtime Voodoo Witch, is a professional and the type of wrestling she does takes lots of practice and it's not designed to hurt people. She's done a lot of training and wears safety equipment like padding and headgear. You're deadly, Dreamtime Voodoo Witch. You really are. Keep it up, Erica. Or should I say, Dreamtime Voodoo Witch. Oh my goodness, is it that time already? Wow of the week! This story made me go wow because it's too good to be true. Attila's Onion! (laughs) Oh, 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 sorry, it's just these onions are giving me the sniffles. They're very strong for our noses and our eyes. They sure are. And that's because onions contain chemicals. And when they're crushed or chopped up, those chemicals get released as a gas. When that gas reaches our eyes, it can make them sore. And then our brains tell our eyes to make tears to help wash that irritating gas away. Because sulfur comes from the onion and sulfur is spread through the air, And when the sulphur gets into your eyes, it really irritates your eyes. You really know your stuff. People have tried lots of different ways to stop onions from making us cry, like chopping onions in water or turning on a fan to blow the gases away. Don't cut them and get a machine to cut them. Onion goggles, which you put on your face to stop the sulphur going into your eyes. Good ideas, but perhaps the best idea of all is something that scientists and farmers have recently come up with. They've invented an onion that doesn't make your eyes water. They crossbred different varieties to come up with this special tearless onion, and it's being grown and harvested in South Australia. Whoa, cool! These tearless onions are a bit trickier to grow than regular onions. As for the taste, the farmers say they're just like regular onions, but a little bit sweeter. Now, I can cook and cut onions in the kitchen without having to cry. Well, that is terrific news. And that is it, my friends. Thank you, Ruby. Don't forget to do the quiz. You'll find it in the show notes. I'll catch you next week for another episode of News Time. See you next time. See you later. Or, as they say in Fijian, morfe. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.